Welcome to Grow With The Bros. Today we have a special episode that's a little bit of a departure. Rather than have a guest, we're going to feature excerpts from our story which Ken and I shared at our latest franchise, Meet The Team Day. You'll hear an abbreviated version of how Ken and I, with two very different approaches, began to grow the brothers that just do gutters from a small gutter business to a national franchise. Stay tuned to learn what ignited the spark which led to our personal growth. Here's Ken. <laughs> but, you know, she really instilled uh, those principles of work ethics with my dad. He was a general contractor, so I grew up around construction uh, and all those things. So all those things really taught me how to work hard. And when I applied those same principles that I had learned in sports and growing up uh, to when I started my business. And, uh, you know, when I start something, I'm all in. I'm all in, and I take it to the extreme. Right, and I would work from dark till dark. I didn't care how many jobs were on the schedule. I would try and get as much done in one day as I could. But you know, I was the guy, and I'll talk about that in a slide later about wearing all the hats. But there was something that I needed to do that was different than just working hard. Uh, that's that's what was ingrained in me. That's what I knew, uh, and I knew that as I started going down this path of business, and Ryan and I became partners, and we went through that whole time where we talked about the going through the Great Recession in our business and where we started to diversify, that's when my real education and the Ken coming out of his shell started to happen because I started learning again. Uh, I pretty much worked real hard from the time I started this business till the time that that major event happened to all of us in this country and I knew that I needed to do something different and I had to change and adapt. And that's what going into business does, is the people who can change and adapt the fastest are the ones that are going to have success the fastest. And that's why we talked about the different phases of this business. You got startup, you got semi-passive, and you have passive. And we have examples of all of that, right? So I just knew that I wanted to get to the other side of this pain and suffering that I was going through as a result of the economic impact that we had gone through. And I knew that just working and being a good worker and, and working hard wasn't going to cut it. I knew I had to become proficient in all things business. I had to become Lord Business, right? <laughs> and not the bad guy from Lego movie, but you know, the good side of him. Uh, but anyway, uh, I just started devouring books and everything that I could, because I didn't get born into a family that knew everything about business. My dad learned how to do stuff like off the bag, but he would read the shingle shingle package that came, and he would read that, and then he would go and sell shingles on somebody's house. You know, he didn't have somebody to train him in business. He just worked hard, and he had you know he had a certain level of success. And I knew that if I wanted to take this business to the vision that I started to develop within myself, I knew that I needed to become a leader that I wasn't at that time, and I had to make a lot of internal changes. Right? How, how many of you had to make some internal changes? Right? Doesn't it take take some time sometimes for people to actually recognize, especially people close to us, right? To see that, wow, you know, these changes that you've made, you know, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you, you don't have these results that just, you know, happen just because you read one book. Those internal changes uh, take a long time to manifest sometimes. And that was, you know, some of the, the case with me. I had to learn how to be really good people. I'm Typically, you know, the black and white A personality, that's like a heart charger. And I had to learn how to refine some of my personality traits. So there was a, 
A lot of learning that had to occur in order for me to change and adapt to become a better version of myself. And that's the part of the story where I started learning these things. I started learning that there's other personalities besides Ken's personality, and that I might have to tone things down a little bit and talk a little softer and slower when I'm dealing with certain people out there when I'm doing a sale, or when I'm dealing with a critical conversation, maybe, or a crucial conversation, which is a great book, by the way, um, you know, with an employee to smooth things over, to bring them over to my side, or to be able to have people shift their paradigm. You will shift your paradigm now, right? Jedi mind tricks. Learn those too. Uh, but you know, along the way, it was about learning and growing, learning and growing, failing forward, having success, taking a few steps forward, taking a couple back, and that was it. That that was that growth period for me. Uh, really led me down the path of personal development, and what I would say is the success to me and to my success. Uh, to our success as uh, partners in business is that you have to reignite that. If you haven't done that yet within yourself, you need to figure out how to reignite that learning within yourself. Because great people are going to follow great people. And we have to be a great version of ourselves in order to attract great people into our organization. And I realized that I had a lot of things that I needed to take care of personally in order to be able to uh, 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 have the success that I envisioned that I wanted uh, uh, because you know if I didn't do the work of the work you know that was not going to be be possible uh, so you know not only did I read books tons of books on personal development uh, I went to seminars I went to I, I started started attracting people into our circle of influence as we got better I, we sucked at networking right I can tell you when we first started we, we went to the first, it was a builders association. I remember. It was I'm in like a room, like, it was bigger than this. And it was full of builders, right? 2005, six, you know, everybody was building. Everybody coming out of work, everybody knew how to build a, build a house or whatever. And we were thinking, we're gonna pull up in our box truck, right? We pull up in our box truck, which was newly lettered. And we were like, we're gonna take this event over, we're gonna get all these contracts and contractors. We literally walked through the door and everybody looked and looked back away to their own little clique. Ryan and I were just twiddling our thumbs until this guy, Joe Dickhut, Dickhut was his last name. Uh, Seriously, true, true name. And uh, he, he owned Sherwood Home, Modular Homes. And we hit it off with this guy, and he was just kind enough and nice enough, an older guy, to see two young guys in the business and extend himself to us. And from that point on is when Ryan and I started learning about networking. Some of you here might be maybe a little bit on the shy side and really can't be bothered maybe with talking to people or being in a big crowds, but I was that guy. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to pick up the phone when people called. I just wanted to go out and do the work. But I realized that I needed to change those things in me and at least put on the game face like I'm doing right now. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and I needed some refinement and stuff that I needed to do in order to become a better version of myself. And that's really what about the journey is in business. Uh, yeah, Ryan said earlier, uh, you know, it's about residual income in the beginning. And yeah, that's great and everything. But once you have money, you know, what else is after that? You know, and it's really that part of making a difference. But you can't make a difference in other people's lives until you make a difference in your own. And that's really the most important part of our story is that you know, self-development and being able to invest in yourself is the best investment you're going to make. Even though you'll be making an investment in Brothers Gutters, the best investment you're going to make is into yourself 
and because you've got to be able to offer the people that are coming on board that you're sharing your vision to of what you want to do in your territory, you've got to be able to offer them something. And really, at the end of the day, all of us have a huge responsibility because we're creating opportunity, not just for ourselves, but we're creating opportunity, not just for the customers that our products and services flow through, but we're creating opportunity for the people that we're going to be hiring. And those are the people that make things happen in your business. That was really good. I'm just going to skip mine. <laughs> well, as you can probably tell, there's typically, in any successful partnership, there's typically a visionary and an implementer. Which one's Ken? Visionary. All vision. And I get stuff figuring out how to do it. Um, which is great. I love it. So, real quick, me, Brian Parsons, I have five kids, all under the age of 11, down to two. Four boys, one girl. So, uh, that's awesome. That definitely keeps me busy. No. This is my free time. <laughs> Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Unless you bring them in. Yes! And they've all seen what happens when I bring my children here. It's phenomenal. But um, what we did in the beginning, and to try not to go over some of the same ground, I took a job with my brother. I never planned on staying. I did not think there was no, Ryan, we're going to be this someday. He wasn't imparting any type of vision at that point. He just wanted to work hard and get done early enough so he can go fishing or hunting and things like that. So the thing was, when I got involved, I became, I, I found like I was able to do all the things that interested me and use my talents. I had some graphic design skills, don't laugh Kevin, um, and I had a bunch of stuff I could bring to the table and Ken let me. That was, was really cool, so he let me operate in my talents and my gifts and my interests to help build his business and eventually I became a partner and when we were going through that phase and there's name changes and all other stuff but what I really wanted to focus on is from the time we started and the time I decided I wasn't going to look for a job this is what I was going to do I don't remember I'd, I had a side business for a while doing graphic design and things like that and then that went away and I never looked back I never was like oh, I don't know maybe a little bit longer for whatever reason, I just went full steam ahead and me and my brother were gonna build something bigger than ourselves. But what's crazy is, from the beginning, my role was always, how do we make it better? How do we systematize something that hasn't been systematized? And a lot of people think of their businesses, oh, well, you know, you can systematize McDonald's, you know, it's one of the most successful businesses that's run by 16-year-olds. It's insane, because they have it down to a system and we kind of bought into that after we were trying to do all that. We had really good instincts. And when I read the email, it opened up my mind. It was it basically there's a quote in there. I believe it said, "It's not people that fail; it's systems that fail." And we and I figured, and we figured that if we could build a good enough system that people can plug themselves into, then we can have normal people. Everyone gets. If you've ever had a business. Everyone seems to get blessed with one or two extraordinary people that are just self-starters. You're like, if I could just clone them, my whole world would be better. But the reality is we don't always get that. But when we get to plug a normal person with average drive into a system, it's amazing what they can become and how successful. And eventually, when they get ignited, like Ken got ignited and we need to get ignited, all of a sudden then their trajectory goes off. And people that 
like you know we talked about earlier, somebody who we probably would have fired in the first week or two, but we forgot to, ends up becoming a leader in the company because you're plugging them into systems so that they can succeed. So from basically 2007, when the idea was born of franchising this to 2014, that's what we did. So this is not an overnight success. This is from 1999 to today, but we worked on getting something that could be franchisable. How do we systematize the field? How do we systematize, um, you name it, sales, the books, all of that stuff, and our system for <clears throat> you guys. And then from 2015 on, after we sold the first two franchises, we worked on perfecting that. And I don't think we'll ever perfect it. There's always something to do. There's always something like, that was great. We've got guys that are now becoming a lead installer in three months, or it used to be a year, then it was six months. Can we do it in three weeks? You know, how can we keep fast tracking this by giving more support, more materials, building a training room, hiring more staff, uh, integrating our technology even better, we're moving to different platforms so that there's not as much, you know, you saw some sales trackers today. I'm hoping at some point no one has to fill that stuff out because it automatically populates. So we're always moving it forward for growth. And Danny, are you still in here? He has a quote, I'll let him say it, about how we act like the underdog or something. Uh, one of the things that attracted me to the company was we are the big dog, but we still act like the underdogs. Yeah, and we're always fighting to be better. And we're always gonna fight for you guys, our staff, and everything to be better, to support you more, and do that. So that's kind of um, a little bit of an alternative uh, version of the story, but that's our heart. Our heart is to just continue to make this better for you guys, easier, easier and faster for you to grow. Our first franchise to hit a million, I think it was like two or three years? It was a while. Don't, these are not earnings claims. <laughs> um, but the, that's they're getting. They're in the past. You yeah, I just don't remember. But now they're doing it in their first full season. Uh, one person did it in 11 months, I believe. So it's it's getting faster and faster, and we're going to continue to nurture and do that so that people have quicker success. You don't want to start where Ken and I did. It took us 20, 15 years, basically 12 years to 15 years to really get a model that was uh, running without us, and then we've just been able to just continue to accelerate that for, for you guys in this room. This has been a special edition of Grow With The Bros. Thank you for listening and be sure to follow us. We'll be back with more guests and more episodes to help you grow with the bros.